Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. He's the one is now. 9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. The the irony, not even the irony, the tragedy of the song is that it came true. It came true, totally. It, it's Self-fulfilling it, prophecy. It, it, for sure. I was gonna say it's almost prophetic. I, I feel the same way about Pac. Like for he, sure, he man. saw it coming. Or did he set it up to happen? Oh. Conspiracies. Here on your Friday. It's after 5. It's 5 o'clock somewhere, including here. What's up, everybody? Nuwana is now ESPN Radio. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you're tuning in on the ESPN Montana app, thanks for being here. ESPN Montana app, great way to stream and or listen to this show live and archived, as well as a great way to stream and listen to Grizz Lacrosse and Grizz Hockey. Grizz Hockey, don't look now. Right around the corner, 28 days away there. Season opener, uh, September 30th here in Missoula. So uh, looking forward to hosting and bringing you Grizz Hockey throughout the uh, upcoming, I can't even say season, well, I guess their season, but it's multiple seasons. It'll be the fall, into the winter, and then almost into the spring. And we'll also have University of Montana lacrosse action whenever they are in action uh, for their upcoming seasons as well. Missed anything in the first hour of today's show. We talked a little Missoula Sentinel football. They are off to a 2-0 start this year, a 23-game winning streak now for Sentinel after a 29-7 win over Bozeman High School here in Missoula. Also heard from Patrick Netherton. He's the play-by-play voice for uh, the Northwestern State Demons. They're in Missoula tomorrow, uh, 1 p.m. kick against the Montana Grizzlies. And then we also heard from Jim Gazzolo. He is... McNeese State's beat writer for the American Press newspaper in Lake Charles, Louisiana. You can find all of that on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by the M Store, the Advocates, and the MSU Bookstore. It's a Friday. That means it's a Friday pie day. About 15 minutes from now, we got free pizza pie for you from Front Street Pizza. Front Street Pizza located there on Front Street, right below Rome Student Housing. Right across from the old public library, just a block up from the new public library. Front Street Pizza has traditionally sourced ingredients. It's a delicious place, uh, sort of an East Coast-style pizzeria. My, one of my faves. It is, for sure. And uh, we'll have a free large pizza for you 
uh, here in just a minute. Um, a variety of things to talk to you about around uh, the wide world of high school sports. But we're going to hear from Todd Hughes, Missoula Loyola head coach, here in a minute. You coached with Coach Hughes uh, over Many there in Missoula yes, sir. Loyola. And uh, Coach Hughes has been there for a while now. Yes, sir. Uh, whether it's as an assistant or as the head coach, he's mm-hmm. very dedicated to his, uh, his task there at Missoula Loyola. But I find the dynamic of Missoula Loyola completely unique to anywhere else in the entire state at any classification because they're in the heart of the second largest city in Montana mm-hmm. as a, a private Catholic school True. in a, in, a, in a city where there is a, a good amount of affluence, but also they're playing in the Class B ranks. And so there's not necessarily some of the same dynamics that exist in places like Boulder or Townsend or Malta where you are playing with the same grade of kids, the same group of kids since you're like in fifth grade. A lot I know sometimes there's a little bit of crossover or whatever, but it's not like you have this feeder program like Frenchtown had for 30 years under Mark Roscoe. Right, right. Where those kids play the same offense from when they're eight until they're 18. Right. It's a little different at Missoula Loyola because you kind of got to get with whoever you got, and sometimes that means you're going to get a premier Missoula athlete to go to Loyola, and sometimes it means you might have low numbers with a lot of academically oriented kids that don't want to play football. Coach Hughes hasn't had very many numbers the last couple of years. Now he's got some studs. We're going to get to coach in a minute. But, I mean, just talk about the, the challenges of sort of uh, assembling a roster and being competitive at, at a private school in the heart of a city like Missoula. Well, I, I, Todd, he's, I, I love the word you use, masterful. He's done a great job of making lemonade out of the lemons he's been given. When you look at the fact that we have five high schools here in Missoula, just Missoula proper alone, um, and they all play football, it makes it really hard. Plus, I think, you know, as with anything in this world, COVID hit, um, and then the skyrocketing cost of everything as well. P- you know, people just don't have the funds to send their kids to school financially, right. uh, which then cuts down on your talent base academically, backslash athletically. Um but he just, he always finds a way. He's got a great coaching staff. He's got Chase Reynolds, Jamie Jones, uh, Dwayne Anderson, and and the rest of the crew over there. So um, he just, he's he's a wizard at making making a dollar out of 15 cents. Chase Reynolds, by the way, former University of Montana All-American and a guy who played in the NFL for six years. His, his son is now playing for Missoula Oil, and he's a stud. He's a stud as well. Tell me his name again. Talon, is that right? Yeah, Reynolds. I, I think such I, a great runner. I must say, i got to amend pre-playing this interview. I believe that I referred to him as Tell Reynolds to Todd Hughes. Tell is, of course, Chase's brother, <laughs> not, not his son. So apologies to the Reynolds family. But either way, uh, a lot of talented football players uh, in that family. Here's Todd Hughes, our conversation from earlier this week. We haven't been down here in a little while. I actually went in the wrong locker room twice because it's been a couple years since I've been down here. We weren't seeing anybody and I haven't seen my good friend and one of our great friends of this show, Todd Hughes, in quite some time. But we're down here at Missoula Loyola with Coach Hughes. Uh, the Rams off to a 1-0 start here uh, to start Class B action off. They beat Conrad 49-14 uh, last Friday to open their season. Coach, it's been a minute, man. How you doing? I'm doing very, very well. Um, we, we haven't deserved you to come in my office. <laughs> we haven't been worthy. But uh, I think we've righted the ship. We finally got some uh, numbers, numbers come back up, and all those young kids that have been working so hard for the last three years are now finally juniors and seniors. And so we, I, you know, I think we're, we're headed in the right direction. It's a completely unique distinction here at Missoula Loyola because in Class B, you're going against a bunch of 500-person, 1,000-person towns, basically. You guys are in the heart of a 100,000-person city, but a private school. So how do you sort of 
manage that part because it's not going to be the same in terms of numbers and things like that like it is in a normal class b town well i think it's difficult it's extremely difficult because we have so much more in missoula to offer sure. young people you know you between golf and and the mall or whatever right. you know uh so there's soccer programs there's lacrosse programs there's rugby programs and so we, we compete against all that as well with i think a national average that you know, football in general is kind of starting, you know, I feel that um, numbers of kids are just down in certain places because of that, because there's so many offerings for them um, to do things that, let's be honest, are easier because football is not an easy sport. Since the last time we had you on the show, too, uh, you became a grandpa times two. That's pretty cool. Your son, Bo, sitting here, guy I used to play like football with over there in Bozeman. So how's that change your life experience? Do you think about things differently when you become a grandpa when you're coaching? 100%. I bet. 100%. These guys tell me all the time that I've gotten soft. I, I, <laughs> and I probably have. The These gray. kids are pretty bold to tell Todd that he's gotten soft. The uh, the gray hair shows. Um, I got four grandkids now, and they all come to the games. And it is literally the first thing that I look for before kickoff. I used to look at the you know I watch the flag, um, but I used to just pay attention to what's going on in the field. And my number one thing now is to look over and watch see my grandkids hanging on the fence to wait for Papa to come over and give him a hug. Well, super awesome, and congratulations to you and your family. That's super cool. Let's talk about the game last week. A great start for you guys. So uh, what went well? I mean, what did you like about the way you prepared for fall camp? And obviously when you win like that against a good school in Conrad, uh, probably a good month of preparation leading up to that game. It was good. You know, what I liked about it, it was a clean game. You know, the kids played. There wasn't hardly any mental mistakes whatsoever, flag-wise, penalty-wise. We did things clean. Um, we didn't do a lot of stuff, but what we did do, we did it right. Our offensive line played absolutely outstanding. Um, and I knew going into the year, I mean, these kids have worked hard for the last two and three years. They've struggled the last two and three years with their youth, the low numbers. Um, and it's kind of starting to pay off. And I thought, you know, if we could get this offensive line right, that we have got skill kids that are that could compete at any one of the other Missoula schools in town for a starting job. So they're good, and you combine that two things together, and that's what happened on Friday night. And our offensive line came out there, and they blocked their tails off. And obviously, we I think we put up, I don't know, 400 and some yards of offense. And, you know, uh, the Reynolds kid rushed for 281. And, you know, yada, yada, yada. But uh, our quarterback threw the ball well. Um, we don't throw it a lot, but what we did, he was on target. So they've dialed it in. Hopefully we can keep it rolling. Tell Reynolds, the uh, the running back here at Missoula, uh, the son of Chase Reynolds, who was a great player for the Montana Grizzlies, played in the NFL for six years. So we'll come back to that. But offensive line, Todd, is, is something that it seems to be a common theme among coaches at all levels of football. I mean, I talk about this with Bobby Houck and Brent Vegan all the time. We talk about it with coaches across all classifications of high school football. For so long, so many places had great offensive lines across the state of Montana. Now, offensive line, I don't think it's a problem that's unique to Montana. I think it's happening everywhere. But offensive linemen just aren't as prevalent as they used to be. How do you guys go about mitigating that, though? Because, I mean, there's just not going to be as many big, tough kids out there as there once was. Well, Luckily, we have those big, tough That's kids good, right yeah. now. Um, we've got six of them that, I mean, are your block, they're long. They're, you know, they spend time in the weight room. Um, you know, they're 270 to 290 pounds. They don't fall out of trees. You don't. You just kind of luck out and get them. You know, it's cyclical. The last couple years, 
you know, we've kind of nurtured them. They, they came in as freshmen. We knew they were big kids, and you nurture them along. I mean, some of them are um, maybe not physically ready, and some of them maybe not mentally ready to be starters. And so you kind of nurture them along. And, you know, the O-line spot, coaches love them. I tell my kids all the time, they're the only ones that are going to love them, them and their moms, because most <laughs> people in the stands – don't under they see the flash they see the touchdowns they see the the spectacular catch because they're used to seeing it on espn or what on the highlight reels what they don't see is the grit that it takes to get there coaches understand that grit for sure us offensive linemen never get any love that's why i highlight the offensive line always on this show it's it's the most important part watch the lines next time you watch football todd hughes was a little Loyola head coach uh, joining us what's up this week who's on the docket this weekend what do you think of your preparation so far we traveled to Manhattan um, on Friday. Manhattan's a good squad. Um, we, we ended up winning a, a really good game with them uh, uh, last year. Um, but they're notoriously, you know, good. Uh, they do have a new coaching staff over there. So I, I heard that their numbers are kind of down as well. Again, it's kind of a, you know, a, a outlying school in the city of Bozeman. Bozeman just opened up, the, you know, the Belgrade School. So I don't know if they've lost some kids to that or whatnot. But um, I, I like our chances. Our kids, they prepare well. You know, they, they did it all summer long. I mean, I have as many kids in my locker room today as I had in June on Tuesdays and Wednesdays we'd meet nice. down here. And so that makes a difference. And so they're ready to go. Um, we don't do anything flashy or anything spectacular to make it uh, – you know, that it's a learning curve each and every week. We do the same thing over and over and over. And my son's sitting over there as an offensive coordinator, rolling his eyes right now because he wants to do that. <laughs> I'm old school where, you know, I, I take my uh, my coaching philosophy from the great Tim Roscoe back in the day where he'd hand you his playbook and say, beat right. me. That's right. Exactly. Todd Hughes was a loyal. They play Manhattan Friday night uh, over there in the Gallatin Valley. Coach, thanks for being here, man. Bet. Thank you for coming again. Good to see you, man. I actually bought a house right down there by the Loyola practice field, so uh, we'll be uh, we'll be hanging out with Coach Hughes more often than not. I actually think they're going to be a contender in Class B this year. Uh, again, Nuwana is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. So our Garden City Spotlight, Loyola involved in the Garden City Spotlight. We're going to hear from Missoula Hellgate head coach Ryan Nelson in just a minute. Regine Seabrook uh, in studio with us here on Nuwana's Now. Uh, the, the ebbs and flows and sort of... Uh, way that football has gone in Missoula is, is different than almost any city in Montana, too, because for a variety of different reasons. But for a really long time, it was Big Sky that was the the representative of Missoula you mm-hmm. know, at, at the statewide level, but never that competitive on a statewide level. And it seemed like Missoula was sort of insulated where winning the city championship was about as lofty of a goal as you could have. <laughs> Truth, my friend. Uh, but then, you know, Sentinel... Yeah, my, my years of Big Sky, we were pretty good. Like, we won a, a couple of playoff games, but we never even, you know, made it to the state championship or anything like that. But Sentinel's now uh, sitting here rolling, and that, that's going to continue to be the news of the day. And and so, uh, last night, 29-7, excuse me, over Bozeman High School. Uh, what went well uh, last night? And uh, also, though, you were saying, hey, we could play a lot better. Why do you think that? Well, we just uh, – well, first of all, what went well is our defense is just salty. Like, there's just – the motto is no one runs on us, no one scores on us, and you know the lone score came because um, we put our defense in a bad situation off a turnover on offense. So, you know, sans that that one play, uh, Mike Motts and, and and his salty dogs uh, and his wild dogs, as he likes to call them, uh, 
pitch another shutout. They put another donut up on that board. So, uh, Mott's a great coach, man. He's a great coach, and he better be thanking me because I asked him to join the staff. So one day I'll get a fat royalty check or at least a nice steak. Um, but other than that, Sentinels just like my lesson for them this week is we got to find out what our identity is. Like we are athletic enough. Dane Oliver has all the coaches in position to 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 coach these boys up and and to educate and and instill in them all the all the right things, the nature and the nurture. Um, but we have a lot of um, we we lack a little bit of leadership. But we are just trying to find our way, and a lot of that is no fault to these boys. They were led by Zach Cruz and and a lot of amazing athletes for the last couple of years. I mean, Chase Williams is like maturity level. Doctor, yeah, Doctor Williams, (laughs) he's rocking it at MIT right now. So, I mean, you you just don't replace that, Um, and and it's it's hard to it's hard to have that organically when you've had that in house for so long. So. You know, again, athletically, uh, program-wide, we are solid and where we need to be. Uh, and once we find our identity, I think that the, the, the roof comes off the house. There you go. Uh, there, there's your uh, Missoula Sentinel angle on your Garden City Spotlight here. And uh, we heard some Missoula oil from Todd Hughes. Missoula Big Sky, we heard from off the top. They right now are in the third quarter in Billings against Billings Skyview. Skyview jumped out to a 14-0 lead. Big Sky's on the board now, though, 14-7, to about midway through the uh, the third quarter here for the Eagles. This has turned into a hard-nosed game. These, these two teams are kind of slugging it out here uh, in the Magic City. Looks like it's hot, and I'm sure it is. Four o'clock kick there uh, from Dallas Stadium. So we'll keep you updated there. Uh, Rajim Seabrook joining me in studio. Uh, you have a unique perspective because you've spent time at pretty much all the Missoula high schools, whether it's at Loyola or Hellgate, mostly in the basketball capacity at Hellgate. Only place I haven't been is Valley Christian and Big Sky. Yeah, there you go. So uh, we're going to hear from Ryan Nelson, the head coach of Missoula Hellgate here in just a minute. But um, I know it's mostly been basketball that you've been at over there at Hellgate. But what do you think of the challenge he has? Because on one hand, you could say, okay, Mick Morris during his time there uh, only won eight games. But on the other hand, uh, Hellgate hadn't won any games in like 50-something games when Mick Morris took over. So a little bit of a foundation for Ryan Nelson to take over. They were competitive in their opener against CMR. They lost 42-35. Where are we at with Hillgate football in Ryan Nelson's first year? I think Ryan Nelson brings uh, a a lot of knowledge of the game um, and some organization and uh, just attention to detail that I think Hellgate has lacked from the adult side of the ball, so to say. I think they've always had the athletes. I think they've always had the heart and courage. Henceforth them, henceforth them fielding a team. Um, they just not have had that, that, that adult leadership to kind of get them over a threshold. I think Coach Ryan brings that to them. Um, watching them on film uh, this week, they look a little sharper. They look a little bit more poised and organized sure. than they have in previous seasons. So, How much do you think the other sports in the fall take away from Hellgate football, too? Because the, the soccer team is a three-time defending state champions. The cross-country team is really, really competitive. Very good. I mean, football football is the, the distant third of fall sports at, oh, absolutely. at, at Hellgate. Absolutely. I, I think that hurts you uh, anytime because your numbers are, are, are low. And, and I know that cross-country and soccer guys aren't necessarily get, like these lights-out football guys. But, like, you remember Beckett Arthur from a couple of years ago. I mean, he was one of the best defensive players in, the, in, in Class AA in soccer. 
I had been in the studio, I'm looking at him like, well, that could have been a pretty good high school linebacker. You know, yeah, I, totally. He obviously wasn't going to ever gravitate towards football. He's a college level athlete, but um, yeah, you, just, you have to wonder. Well, that, and I also think the 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 continue continuing blossoming of lacrosse has also sure. uh, hurt football. There are a lot of guys that have transitioned away from football and now play lacrosse year round. Um, that hurts, and then um, just I don't know. There's just there's just such a sometimes dark cloud over football due to concussions and sure. Some of the other social issues that that revolve around it. So, and there, and there's a there's a uh, there's a direct correlation there to like it, it, we don't want to go too deep into that. No, there's no. a direct correlation in between like the culture of probably the families that are sending their kids to Hellgate totally. and that. Absolutely. So not you know not to go see Alice and hop down too far the rabbit hole. <laughs> um, there's just always a bunch of factors. But again, I think you know Coach Nelson will will have his guys ready. Um, they look good on film, and I know that they're going to be competitive. And a lot of times, anytime you have a new coach, you always you always play up anyway, and that makes him a hard team to gauge too because you don't know what's going to come out uh, because you're not you're not used to him being at this uh, the double A level coming out of Frenchtown. Ryan Nelson coaches his first game in Missoula tonight. Belgrade, a team that got rolled up by Kalispell Glacier last Woo! week, sixty three to zero. Ouch! The Wolfpack uh, took it to. Belgrade there at Bobcat Stadium. Now they're in Missoula tonight. The Panthers are. Here's Ryan Nelson to finish up the Garden City Spotlight here on your Friday. Garden City Spotlight rolls on. We are now joined by Missoula Hellgate head coach Ryan Nelson. His team went to Great Falls last weekend, fell 42-35 to Great Falls CMR. Uh, coach, your first game as the head coach of the Hellgate Knights, but not your first game as a high school head coach. So what was the experience like for you? You know, obviously a fun game to uh to be a part of, you know, and, and, uh, those ones are, are close battles like that back and forth. They're always a little more fun to win, you know, and unfortunately we just kind of fell short. Um, you know, really proud of, of the overall effort of the guys and, and the grit that we showed. And, and, you know, there was, uh, there were some times where it kind of looked like CMR might open things up a little bit and, you know, make it a two score game. And, and, uh, we managed to, they just kind of, keep fighting and, and give ourselves a chance to win it at the end. So, you know, just really, really happy with the overall effort and just have to clean some stuff up, you know, fewer penalties and, and take advantage of uh, big play opportunities when they come. And, and I think the outcome is a little bit different if that's the case. Having a senior quarterback is always a huge advantage, but Connor Dick's such a great competitor. He's such an awesome basketball player as well, and it seemed like uh, he was really just trying to will your offense and keep you in that thing. And, you know, like you said, when CMR was about to open it up, he comes back, a couple touchdown drives to keep it close. So what would you think of his individual effort and and his ability to kind of lead your team as your field general there? Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those situations, you know, we've been watching him in practice for the last couple of weeks, and, and until you kind of get to witness it firsthand, you know, in, in a game situation, I mean, it just kind of honestly blows you away. I mean, I told them you're after the game, I said, you're a magician, you know, and, um, you know, but fortunately he's, he's surrounded with a lot of help and, and, you know, I think we've got multiple guys on the team that, uh, uh, you know, any given game can kind of take a game over and, and, uh, you know, make big plays for us and do big things and, and, you know, allow our offense to, to kind of keep uh, firing on all cylinders, you know, and keep moving the ball and keep putting the ball in the end zone and, and you know, give us a, a chance to win. So, um, but yeah, it was it was certainly certainly fun to watch him Friday night. And I think uh, anybody that was in Great Falls at the time or watching on the network, I mean, they'd all agree, you know. 
Ryan Nelson joining us here, Missoula Hellgate, first-year head coach. The Knights fell last week 42-35 to Great Falls CMR. And last question on last week's game, Coach, before we get into this week, uh, I was looking back at the scores from last year. A narrow loss to CMR to open up as well, 37-35 last year in the opener for this Hellgate group, which a lot of the guys are uh, similar faces. So um, in in AA, though, it's going to be ultra-competitive. There's going to be wins and losses every single week. Half the state's going to lose every single week. So so much uh, of your success throughout the course of a year is determined by how do you respond. How do you hope your guys respond? How do you take uh, a good effort in your opener and take it here into week two? Yeah, I think the message going into this week was, you know, a lot of the stuff that we saw on film from CMR, you know, it's, it's things that we can fix. You know, and that was kind of my message after the game on, on Friday night was, you know, I, I can't coach, you know, grit and, and effort and stuff like that. I mean, that, that's got to come from from the boys, you know, and, and so that's why we were so proud of kind of what they showed Friday night and, and just never quitting and just, you know, fighting with, you know, tooth and nail with everything that they had. Uh, you know, so it's it's the focus this week to, to uh, you know, fix some of the fundamental mistakes that we, that we made maybe Friday night and, and you know, I really focus on being a, a more disciplined football team and, and eliminate, you know, the penalties that we saw that uh, that we felt really kind of slowed our momentum at times, you know, for sure. Um, but, but yeah, all things we can fix. And so that's, that's the focus this week is uh, just kind of fine tuning things and, and, and uh, just uh, putting, putting a better football team, you know, out on the field this Friday than what we could last Friday. Current City Spotlight rolls on here. Missoula Hellgate head coach Ryan Nelson joining us and uh, Missoula County Public Stadium, the home to the Hellgate Knights t- on Friday night. Belgrade coming to town. The Panthers lost 63-0 at Bobcat Stadium to Kalispell Glacier. Uh, coach, last thing for you, what, what's your scout on Belgrade and uh, what's the biggest points of emphasis this week as you prepare for the Panthers? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think, um, you know, they, they certainly show that they have some athletes out on the field that can, that can make some plays. Um, you know, it's going to be an important for us to keep the quarterback in the pocket. I mean, he does a really good job of kind of uh, escaping and and uh, and making things happen. You know, being able to use his feet and and, and then just forcing defense, you know, to to kind of make a decision when he is able to get out of the pocket on on uh, you know it's uh, we we talk about all the time, especially like our outside linebacker position. You know, it's it's hard when you put those guys in the in a predicament where they have to either become a secondary force player or they have to remain in coverage and and uh, you know so try to eliminate those types of situations where we can let him kind of make that decision and make plays um you know so keep keeping him in the box and and uh, and then our, our main focus too is i think that what got us last friday was just uh we need to play a little more physical you know and certainly uh, cmr certainly brought the the physicality part to the game and and um so that's going to be a focus this this friday against belgrade as well as uh being the more physically dominating football team and and um and just playing fundamental football, you know, just doing our jobs and doing them well. And I think if uh, we focus on that, then we certainly uh, will come away with the win Friday. There you go, Ryan Nelson, Missoula Hellgate head football coach. He makes his debut as Missoula Hellgate's head coach here in the Garden City. It's our Garden City Spotlight, Missoula County Public Stadium, 7 p.m. against Belgrade. Thanks for being here, Coach. Hey, thank you. Let's talk NFL, Grizz, and Bobcats next. Keep it right here. Rajim Seabrook rolling with me. Colter Nuanas, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio.
Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The countdown is almost complete. Division I college football returns to the state of Montana on Saturday with openers for the Grizz and the Bobcats. Hello, I am Colter Nuanez. Five teams from across the Big Sky Conference have already opened their season. UNLV drilled Idaho State 52-21 last Thursday. Last night, Poland State pushed San Jose State all the way to the brink, but the Trojans scored a touchdown with one minute, 11 seconds left to emerge with a 21-17 win. Weber State gave up a program record negative 34 rushing yards in a 41-5 win over Division II Western Oregon. A year after upsetting Arizona for the first time since 1932, Northern Arizona did not have such good fortune against Arizona State, losing 40-3. Fresno State beat Cal Poly for the ninth time in a row, posting a 35-7 win. Saturday, Montana opens its season with sky-high expectations against a Northwestern State team that has won 12 total games in four seasons under head coach Brad Laird. The Grizzlies are ranked number three in the country. The home opener against the Demons kicks off at 1 p.m. from Washington Grizzly Stadium. Montana State opens its season Saturday night with its annual Gold Rush game against McNeese State of the Southland Conference. MSU is ranked number four in the country after last season's run for the FCS National Title Game. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. Is now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. I don't know, man. I know that uh, the Blueprint albums, uh, his debut album. I know that there. I mean, there's a variety of Jay Z albums that are critically acclaimed, cult followings. For for my money, it's the Black album. That's the best uh, Jay Z album. No, I was now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Rajim Seabrook rolling with me. He's uh, he's had to step out just for a second. He'll be right back. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for tuning in on the ESPN Montana app. If you don't have the app, go get it. Great way to stream, listen to this show live and or archived. Great place to follow along for Grizz Hockey, Grizz Lacrosse. We have a whole bunch of other fun stuff uh, coming down the pipe uh, here in a little while as well. We're not on SWX Montana today because Missoula Big Sky and Building Skyview are getting your Memorial Day, or the Labor Day, excuse me. I wish it was Memorial Day. That'd be fun. Although it is great being Labor Day as well because that means college football is here. But we got your Labor Day weekend kicking off here with a little uh, Class AA football action. Big Sky Eagles playing at the Skyview Falcons 
Early in the fourth quarter, Skyview leads Big Sky 14 to 7. So a slugfest uh, going on right now. The rest of the AA games include Billings West at Helena Capital tonight. That's one we'll we'll have a little bit of a gauge of of uh, both those teams a little better after we see them. I think they're two of the better teams in the state. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they still will be after this game. It's just a matter of, you know, sort of the hierarchy of where we're at early in the season. Butte is at Great Falls. That's another another sort of, good game. Sort of litmus test type of game. I think both those teams are, you know, contenders for sure. Uh, Great Falls CMR. I'm not sure about Great Falls CMR. They have a great quarterback in Cole Taylor. He's a Very great good. He's a great athlete. athlete. Yeah, but I don't really know where, where we're at. They did beat Hellgate uh, earlier this year uh, in their season opener. They play at Kalispell Glacier. Glacier scored 63 last week. Uh, Gage Slitter, the quarterback for the Wolfpack, one of the best in the state. He's got offers from Montana and interest, at least, from Montana State. Not sure if he's got an official hmm. offer from the Bobcats, but he's a D1-type guy. Helena High is at Billings Senior. Uh, both those teams lost week one. And so uh, I think both those teams are pretty good. So it's a big game for them because you don't want to start 0-2. That kind of puts you behind the eight ball. Flathead plays at Gallatin. Flathead snapped their 17-game losing streak last week against Skyview. Uh, Gallatin pounded Big Sky 48-6. Right now, as I mentioned, Billing Skyview hosts Missoula Big Sky 14-7 here. Uh, the Eagles trail the Falcons, but the Falcons about to punt. So uh, Missoula Big Sky will take over. And then tonight here in Missoula, Belgrade plays at uh, Missoula Hellgate. It's kind of fun here early in the season, though, when you kind of have these crossovers. That's one thing that was maddening about the 2020 year. Sentinel had such a great run, but it was all west, west, west. And Billings West had such a great run, and it was all east, 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 east. 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 We yeah. had no transitive property. Going into the state championship game, it was like, well, this is a huge mystery. And I think that's why it became a great state championship game, because there was a lot of uh, chess that was played without a lot of preparation to be had. Yeah, not a lot of uh, mutual opponents to kind of gauge yourself off of. So it's all, it, was, it was a very interesting uh, season to coach, observe, and be in and be of. Um, fast, fla- uh, fast forward to 2022, it's uh, going to be an interesting year. I, you know, the, 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 sometimes you know who the bottom of the pack is and you know who the cream that rises to the top. To me, it's the three teams that are going to be interesting in between. Yeah. Who is going to be three through six? Right. Because I think any of those teams ranked, especially like if we fast forward further down the road, those are the teams that actually scare me because they can usurp you quick. Um, there's a lot of strength in the middle four to five teams uh, that you don't want to see down the road. So it's going to be a really interesting year. Uh, a lot of programs took big hits with big senior classes across the sure. across the state. So uh, it's pretty wide open this year. It'll be interesting to see what comes out of the double A ranks. It's also going to be just interesting to see uh, who's playing well at the end of the year too. Yes, because you know, sometimes if you have just an unbelievable athlete like Great Falls High does with Reed Harris, and like Great Falls CMR does in Cole Taylor. Mm-hmm. If the supporting cast can stay healthy and you can get rolling a little bit, then that's teams you don't want to play in the playoffs. Totally. Last year, though, when Missoula Sentinel played Great Falls High, shut them down. They didn't really have much left in the tank, no. and then you could just load up on Reed Harris, and Reed Harris couldn't do anything, and they didn't have a single first down. I mean, it was the most dominant effort I've ever seen in a high school football game. I was right there on the sideline watching and cheering and coaching, buddy. It was a phenomenon to watch, and uh, I like what you said. More of the same is to come because they, their team looks the complexion of their team is still very much the same. How about some free pizza? We got a yes, free please. pizza for you from Front Street Pizza Friday Pie Day, courtesy of Front Street. 
All you have to do is call us right now. Call our number 3-406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call our number 3. You call us. We call them. You go pick up your pizza. You have a great start to your weekend with a free pizza from Front Street Pizza, courtesy of uh, Friday Pie Day. Call us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. One more break. We'll come back. We'll talk some NFL for you and give you a little detail on tomorrow's college game day. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. One, two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. It's going to be a celebration in Missoula tomorrow, I can tell you that. It's going to be a rocking party in Bozeman, too. This guy, I'm hitting them both. We'll have our college game day pregame show. Tomorrow morning, we'll be hanging out down there at the uh, Chamber of Commerce parking lot adjacent to the Walking Bridge next to the University of Montana campus. We'll be broadcasting from 11 until right up till 1 p.m. game time. But I'll be down there hanging out all morning long, so swing by. Badlanders going to be slaying drinks. We'll have an RV from RV Truck Sales, Domino's Pizza, Pepsi Cola, and a whole bunch of swag from all of our awesome sponsors. So come party with us. Then I'll be hitting the highway. Probably catch a little bit of the Grizz game, then hit the highway and get out of the heat. So I can go stand in the heat some more. Montana <laughs> State, they open up at 6 p.m. Gold Rush Saturday there uh, in uh, Bozeman at Bobcat Stadium. Uh, two Southland teams coming to town. They will not be deterred by the weather. They live in 95-degree heat, 90% humidity all the time. Rajim Seabrook joining me. Colter Nuana is here on Nuana's Now. Thanks for hanging out with us. Missoula Big Sky. Drove all the way down into the red zone. They were about eight yards away from the end zone, and then I don't know what happened. We started talking uh, during our commercial break while it played out here on SWX Montana Television, and Skyview's got the ball back. So Big Sky trails Billing Skyview 14-7. to There's no clock on this, but it is the fourth quarter. I'd say midway through the fourth quarter is where we're at. with uh, More than likely. With this, but uh, a, a thwarted opportunity. Big Sky's quarterback had a great run into the red zone, and then I don't know what happened. I, I stopped paying attention. I lost how they lost the ball. But That's the second turn. I mean, my back's to the game, but that's the second turnover that I've witnessed in this yeah. game uh, so far. And anytime you get more than, you know, plus two turnovers, the likelihood of you winning the game becomes slim to none. Let's talk some NFL to head us into Let's the weekend. go. We are uh, a week and a half away, I guess. The last weekend of the preseason is here. we got the 53-man roster set. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's start then with your New York football giants. How's the preseason gone for them? Nobody's got hurt yet, at least. K- Kayvon Thibodeau's already missing the first game. Are you kidding me? He, he is. Kadarius Tony's hurt again. Oh, Sterling yeah. Shepard's, you know, one one hitch away from being in uh, the IR, let alone the ER. Uh, <laughs> it's just, uh, it's it's a comedy of errors there in the bog known as the swamp, known as northern New Jersey. Well, so I don't want to start a fight between my two guys So don't start here, one. So don't. I've been listening to a lot of pro football podcasts, a lot of betting podcasts about the NFL, trying to decide who I'm going to pick for my division winners. 
the hottest team right now in the podcast world is our guy Andrew Houghton's uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Is this a good or a bad thing? Are you worried about this? Are, I know you think the Eagles are going to be pretty good, but mm-hmm. are they as shoe in of a division winner as uh, some of the prognosticators are trying to say? I'm not worried about it at all, Coulter. The Eagles are going <laughs> to roll this year. Uh, no, but actually, I think a lot of what the prognostication is coming from <laughs> is not from the Eagles being, you know, a, a real true top tier contender as much as people are getting themselves down on the Cowboys, especially with That's the Tyron right. Smith injury. That's right. That's right. And, you know, the, the thing that the Eagles got that I think a lot of the betting public, a lot of the NFL observing public doesn't put nearly enough stock in, and I know I'm sitting here beating a dead horse, it's offensive line, man. The Eagles have so, a great offensive so line. So underrated. The, I mean, the Eagles have a great offensive line. Yeah. That's going to help Jalen Hurts be better. I mean, a lot of metrics say that the Eagles actually have the best offensive line in football. I'm not going that far, but they not are right. sold on that. I mean, they are right there with the Cleveland Browns, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers are still pretty good up front. But the Eagles certainly have a top-notch um, offensive front for sure. And I, I think it's hilarious when the Cowboys uh, are struggling. Uh, one, I love it when the Cowboys are struggling. Me too. Thank uh, you. One of the uh, divisions where the sort of consensus champion has shifted is the NFC North. I think that for uh, several years now, it's just been the Packers, and that's it. Yep. But now Aaron Rodgers went on a spiritual journey with some hallucinogenic substances, and uh, he's growing his hair out, and he's talking about me, me, me still. Of course he is. Uh, But (laughs) Devontae Adams is living in Las Vegas. Bye. And uh, Christian Watson, their second-round pick out of North Dakota State, has not played much during the preseason. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our guy, Samari Torre, made the active roster, which congratulations to him. That's very cool. No doubt. No doubt. But uh, I think it's also a testament to, like, they're trying to find some receivers for Aaron Rodgers to throw to. And now, all of a sudden, the Minnesota Vikings are picking up uh, some momentum. I can't find myself believing this because I think first-year head coach – that's going to be a struggle. I think that uh, mediocre at best quarterback, that's going to be a struggle. I just don't know if the Vikings have the dudes on defense, up front on offense, at quarterback, or at head coach. So I am not buying the national hype of the Vikings replacing the Packers as the uh, NFC North uh, division. Where, where are you at with this? He, he, he's Aaron Rodgers, man. That's right. Like, he sometimes his one game's on his arm and his shoulder. Like, I'm not, e- right. I'm not even worried about it. As, as, as annoying and as uh, narcissistic as he is. Oh, he drives still, me I mean, up the wall, but, but the boy he's is still talented. he's time MVP, right? Hello. I mean, he's still the reigning National Football League MVP. He, 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 he's going to butter his bread on both sides. I'm not even worried about him. And the flip side to that is I have no faith in Kirk. He is not my cousin because uh, <laughs> he, he, he is just... He is the master of mediocrity, and uh, there's just nothing there that just leaps off the pages because he is at the helm, and Detroit is a perennial loser, and um, Chicago's in transition. Chicago is in transition. Chicago's is, yeah, for sure. I don't, there's not really a world where I see Justin Fields being good enough this year to make a big, no. a big difference in Chicago. He could be okay, mm-hmm. and I think that would only make the Bears okay. Agreed. There's not really a world where I see Justin Fields being good enough for the Bears to come out and win the division. I also don't think the Bears are going to be as bad as people think. I think the Bears and the Vikings are pretty similar. They're the this push. They, the could, Vikings they could swap places as being the second best team I mean, in the I, NFC you know, they're North. Both, they're both going to be like kind of fighting there to be like a 500 team. You know, eight, nine wins. Uh, I agree. 
I agree with that. I, I do think out of those two teams that the Bears actually have a better upside mm. uh, just due to the, the youth movement that has started there. And so. they have some elite players defensively, ah, absolutely. especially absolutely. like Roquan Smith and, and uh, the like. Okay, so how about the NFC West? Jimmy Garoppolo uh, finally re-signed. He passed yep. his physical. He yep. got a, a, a good deal, $6.5 million for one year. Part of me thought that was indicative that they were going to trade him. Trade him, him. yeah. I thought the same. They haven't traded him yet. Maybe they're going to wait for this last preseason game to see. uh, If they roll with Trey Lance and or Trey Jimmy Garoppolo, where are we at the Niners? The Niners, to me, I think are one of the most uh, all over the place in terms of predicting what they are going to be. Some people think that they are like a bona fide real deal conference championship and even Super Bowl contender. Uh, Others think that they're just a playoff team. Others think they may be not even going to be the top two in their division. Where are we at the Niners? I don't know. I think the Niners are playing games, especially with the media. Like, yeah. if you read the stuff about them, I, like, just as 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 they would say on my son's favorite uh, television show years ago, Thomas the Chain, they like being cheeky. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. they, they enjoy that aspect. And uh, I, I don't know how to gauge them because I just don't, I don't have faith in either one of their quarterbacks. And sometimes, as you know, the old adage goes, uh, Coulter, so when you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterback. And I just... Um, I wonder how this is all going to play out. Because Jimmy G, when he's in and he's healthy, they win. For sure. They win. Like, he's that, that is a proven, uh, he's a proven commodity in that realm. Um, and they're young, young up-and-coming Trey. I just, I, I just don't know. There's been um, issues with his accuracy. He kind of has a shotgun uh, arm, uh, you know, missing wide-open receivers, just, you know, inconsistent, but just physically a marvel and a, a tool waiting to be uh, yielded, wielded, and molded. Nuan is now ESPN Radio and the ESPN Montana app. We'll be back on SWX on Tuesday. There's one more PSA for you. No show Monday. It's a paid Labor Day. I tried to beg the boys to say, let's just do a show. (laughs) But we actually have other broadcast obligations. Because it's Labor Day on Monday, the Missoula Paddleheads begin uh, their game at 2 p.m. So a rare afternoon uh, matinee for the Paddleheads. And we are the official affiliates of the Missoula Paddleheads. So we'll have Paddleheads Radio for you. Uh, from 2 until whenever the game gets done, but that will run right into this show. So we'll take the paid holiday, and we'll be back at it on Monday uh, with the Montana Football Hour and the Monday Afternoon Quarterback, which will actually be a Tuesday Afternoon Quarterback, uh, as it were. But we'll recap all the action from over the weekend. A couple minutes left here. Big Sky has the ball back. Big Sky's quarterback is tough, and Big Sky's quarterback rips off another big run. They're running a lot of wing T stuff. And uh, he rumbles all the way down to about the 11 or 12-yard line. So, again, there's no clock here. We only know it's the fourth quarter. Uh, But midway to late in the fourth quarter in Billings, Missoula Big Sky trailing 14-7, to but on the move. A huge run uh, by their quarterback. Uh, I'll find a Big Sky roster, and the next time we talk about these guys, I'll actually have a a name for you here. But uh, Big Sky's hanging tough. Uh, This is a... This is actually a huge game because I do think that both these... Drew Martins is the young man's name. He's a 6'1", 197-pound junior there uh, from Missoula Big Sky. Um, It's a big game for these two teams because I do think these two teams are going to have a little bit of a hard time finding their footing this year. But maybe if you get a win here, you can have a little confidence to build on. So uh, we'll see. Last NFC division... Is the NFC South. I was going to say, I just got the update on the time. There's two minutes and 12 seconds left in the fourth. So we're down here in the red zone. Down here in the red zone, two yards outside of uh, being in a goal situation. Uh, Coach calls timeout. They want to think and assess because if this... um, 
if they get this touchdown with the time that's still on the clock, sure. you could be looking at it overtime. Or maybe you'd wind down some clock, eat it up here, and try to you know score, and then maybe go for two in the win. I don't know. I don't see. Uh, I don't no. see. I don't see Matt Johnson and, no. and and Coach Dan Nile doing that. But uh, no. Uh, NFC South. We only got about two minutes here, but uh, the, every, everybody seems like this is the one where the, everybody's just picking one team, and that's the Tampa Bay TB12. TB12 and, and company next. I, I do think, though, they have three teams that could be better this year. I think there's actually a lot of an intrigue in the South because can Baker Mayfield have a resurgence? Who knows? Or, or does he push Sam Darnold? Is there any sort of quarterback competition there? The Falcons, you know, they've been really bad the last couple of years, mm-hmm. but does the drafting start to pay off? They they have had some good drafts. And then in New Orleans... Can Jameis Winston bounce back? The Drew Brees era is over. It's and, over. Uh, and can... Uh, Jabu and his crab legs. Famous Jameis bounce back. We'll see. I know that I am in the strong minority on this, but I think that Jameis Winston still can be good. I think so, too. He just needs the right offensive coordinator and the right organization around him because even uh, in yesteryears, his numbers of yards, like the, the boy can sling the rock. For sure. Like the boy can... Top 10 sl- arm in the league. Oh, easily. Easily. And, and it, was, it was the gear where he threw 30-plus interceptions. Here's the deal. I don't even know how to articulate this, but he's got the the... The cojones to do that, to throw yeah. into the coverage. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I'm saying I'd rather take a, a guy that can actually stretch the field and take risks like that. I'll take then him. take a hit. I'll take an interception over a sack. For sure. Uh-huh. That's just me, though. We will be back at it tomorrow. This fine gentleman will be joining me on our first Let's go. Uh, Saturday morning broadcast of 2020. It's been far too long. Yes. We'll be down there at the Chamber of Commerce parking lot. College game day, presented by a variety of awesome sponsors. We'll be hanging out there uh, all the way leading up to the 1 p.m. kickoff between the uh, Montana Grizzlies and the Northwestern State Demons. We'll be down there broadcasting from 11 until 12.30. We'll be hanging out all morning long. Come hang out with us. Bring us coffee, please. Thanks for listening today to Nuanas Now. Uh, Missed anything in the show today? You can always find it on the podcast. Talked all things high school, college, and professional football. Heard from a bunch of great guests. Podcast presented by the M Store, the MSU Bookstore, and the Advocates. We'll see you tomorrow morning. We'll see you again on Tuesday. Thanks for listening. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.